Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dual Screens Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Stephen Fontana, and with me is Andy Asimakis. And let me tell you, folks, this is going to be a fun one. And if you don't know about this game that we're about to talk about on this show, you should. Ain't that right, Andy? How are you? This is one of the few times you were like, you sent me a list of games to get on the show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I'll reach out. And then now we're here. So thank you, Steve, for making it yeah. all possible. This game, that, this game looks incredible. Thanks for reading your emails and looking at the press releases. Always. I'm always looking at PR stuff. I, a list of suggestions. When I see sexy pixels, I instantly, <laughs> I, I'm like, here you go, Andy. This this one's for you. And you know me. I, lo- I love my, so, my RPGs so good. as well. So um, good. Joining us this week is Joey Peters. He's half of Stegosoft Games. Now, how many times do you think I've misread that due to the dyslexia, Andy? Just guess. More than I can count on 16. my fingers and toes. The developer of <laughs> Rise of the Third Power, a retro-themed console-style role-playing game. Joey, 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 welcome to the show and welcome to your very first ever podcast. Hey, yeah. Thanks for having me here. It's uh, an exciting opportunity. I'm glad to represent the game and Hell yeah. tell you more about it. So before we get into the whole rigmarole of the show where are you from oh dc i'm okay. one of uh, the rare people that was born here and still live here okay yeah, yeah. Move in all right so you're an east coaster you're only about three and a half hours away from us maybe four hours you know depending okay. on, on weather so depending on how well this goes if you play your cards right there might be a little you know beer in your in your future Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Dual Screens Podcast, the internet's number one indie developer interview podcast starring people you've never heard of, probably. The show posts each and every Friday for your listening pleasure on your podcast service of choice, including our home, podbean.com. We are on everything, folks. We're on Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you name it. We're on it. And if we're not, tell us. We'll get on it. But how would you know? Because you wouldn't be hearing this. Oh, that's right. You can watch it on youtube.com slash dual screens TV. And once you fall in love with us, which you will, you can support us on Patreon by going to patreon.com slash NDS podcast, just like our Patreon producers, Colton, the apprentice Nestler, Vegas girl on fire and FNH Paul, who you could check out on twitch.tv slash FNH Paul. We cannot continue to grow without all of your support. And you get bonus episodes. You get early access to episodes. You get uh, pre-shows, you get access to our super secret Discord server where you can hang out with us, each other, and some of our indie developer guests. That's right, folks. A little of everything for you over on patreon.com slash podcast. Now, Andy, 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 delicious Andy, my sweet, sweet boy, Andy. I'm on fire today, Andy. I'm feeling good today. And yeah. I, got, I got four hours of sleep last night, and I don't know how I'm functioning, but it's here, and I'm doing it. That explains the energy. <laughs> I, I know I it that's doesn't. what's going on. No, no, it doesn't. You're wired. I'm wired to go. Andy, hit us up with our ceremonial first question. Well, I want to ask Joey two questions. Oh, because the one's like a it's, it, it, it's like a leading question. Because if I can't accuse him of something, if he's not responsible for the accusation, okay, I understand. So I, I can't go in too hot, right? Okay, okay. So Joey, are, were you responsible for naming the characters of this game or the writing portion of this game? That's my first question to you. Okay. Uh, the writing and the character development was actually the second half of Stegosoft. Damn. Okay. Damn. Okay. And they're great. Very talented. All right. So, so I want you, so you can ask them at some point, or you can actually answer as well. Can you spell the name Victoria for me? <laughs> ooh, ooh, there's an extra I in there. And I always misspell when I type <laughs> it. Um, it's like V-I-K-T-O-R, and then there's an I. There's Y-I-A. a Y. It's like Victoria. Ce- it's like how a celebrity name is a child in the most pretentious way imaginable. <laughs> it's supposed to be so you can never w- type it correctly. I was just like, <laughs> "That's fair. What that is in fair." In the world, is the spelling? <laughs> no, it's hip. It's edgy. It's it like is. she's it a is. badass. It <laughs> is. I got a Y in my name. Um, but seriously, uh, where did this game come from? Why is it amazing? Oh, my first, my first <laughs> that, that's, those questions. are your questions before we even get into that and and the <laughs> genesis and how it was birthed through yes. the video gaming birth canal 
Tell us what the hell Rise of the Third Power is. There are a lot of people who are listening to this right now, we hope, that have no idea what's, what this game even is. We're just going to talk about it. So let us know. Give us the elevator pitch. What is it? Sure, yeah. So it's a JRPG uh, that takes place where the world is reeling from a, a great war and trying to put itself back together. And uh, one of the nation's from that previous war starting to build up and secretly plot to take over the world and you know force the or their agenda on everyone else and you play as a group of resistance members that are trying to bring light to that and stop it from happening so a very standard good versus evil role-playing game where throughout the game your band of resistance fighters grows all your characters grow themselves and find that what some of them find that what they're actually after isn't what they started out looking for um it's pretty great awesome um go ahead andy yeah i feel like if this were an actual real resistance group they would have felt like 10 minutes into the mission because <laughs> you have like a drunk <laughs> and you have <laughs> this this girl who has like she's nihilistic and wants to die in the most extraordinary way imaginable <laughs> Yeah, this princess who is just bratty as all hell and is just quite the rag no how, how the world functions in any conceivable way imaginable. And yet somehow this group, this the, 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 the starter group, is somehow supposed to save the world in some way. It's just, it seems impossible, <laughs> but they do it somehow. Or, or the do odds. they? <laughs> or do they? You know, we don't want to find out. We don't want to have any spoilers. So... How did this come together? What, what's uh, Stegosoft Games' background? Like, how did you guys get started on this project or maybe even started working together? Yeah, sure. Uh, so me and Evelyn started working together, gosh, back in 2008, long time ago, uh, when I was first starting getting into uh, game building, still finishing up college. Um, and we started working on a few different game projects. The first one, it, the other game, Stegosoft games has out there is called uh, RFL. Um, and so back then we started on a version of that, which was uh, like a 480p pixel art, which is better than the one that we released a couple of years ago. Um, and we got pretty far along with that, but um, we never really took it too seriously. It was kind of like a side hustle um, and moonlighting type deals. So we just kept starting and stopping projects. And then finally, a few years ago, like four years ago, five years ago, uh, we kind of got our act together and actually said, hey, we're actually going to create and release a game. We can do this. There's no reason we can't. Uh, so we started actually finishing our projects and releasing them. And so this uh, Rise of Third Power is something that Evelyn had started working on long time ago, back in like 2004 or five, I think. And wow, then it just put shit. on hold. Yeah, back in um, actually an RPG maker. Uh, I think RPG maker 2003. That's Ooh, where all nice. that original content was created. Um, and so we picked it back up and said, this would be a fun project to, um, I guess, work on for a couple of years, finish up and release. And we thought it had some pretty strong writing and something we could run with. Um, that's how this project came to be. That's awesome. That That's, yeah. that's kind of unique. Like we, you know, it's not, it's going, reaching into the bag of, you know, nearly two decades ago. Like, I don't even know, like, I don't even know if I'm this, I'm definitely not the same person I was two decades ago. You know, like, I can't imagine on, can you, Andy, if you have a closet full of poems you used to write, I know you do. Mm. I know you do. Like, that's not the same person that's reading that, right? I'm <laughs> like, not even sure where those things even are anymore. Oh, I don't they, know what they were, they what they were about. <laughs> <laughs> but that, no, that's awesome, man. That, that, that's really cool. That's cool. It's like a opening up a time capsule. Yeah, yeah. going back and seeing yeah. where you were game design wise back then. Yeah. And then what you can bring to the table these days. And now that you're like technically proficient, you can actually make things happen. Technically proficient cool. and, you know, grown. Yeah. <laughs> like like a human, like a fully formed brain. And yeah. you're like, what the hell was yeah. I thinking? <laughs> no, that's awesome. Which which came first? Was it you wanted to make a video game at some point and then you were like, Oh, we can make a rpg or was it i want to make an rpg someday and then you went into game development 
personally, I got my start in game development uh, back in the days of Ultima Online. That's where I learned to code Ooh. with the, um, I don't know if we should talk about it, but free servers. <laughs> Writing for, uh, <laughs> coding for free servers, yeah. Um, and that, that's what really got me into game development in the first place. And that's what uh, led me to forum searching for a project to work on. I met up with Evelyn. We started working together. Um, but from there, it just was a natural fit for us to work on an RPG. Um, is what we were both interested in. I guess it's what our backgrounds are mostly being interested in role-playing games primarily. Um, we thought it's something we had enough experience in to like intuitively figure out the game design. Um, and they seem very much like achievable projects until you get into them and you realize how much writing and work is actually required and you realize how big yeah. the scope is for a project like that. But from the outset, they seem like RPG, simple, not too many mechanics. We can do that. So it seemed like a good fit for us. Let, let's talk a little bit about mechanics because, you know, yeah. the, one of the greatest things about RPGs is there are so many different ways to interpret how the characters progress how the combat plays with you know plays into each other um with all the different characters the classes or whatever what is your approach to that aspect of the rpg in in this game specifically sure sure so like how they grow in the story and how that combines with how they grow like in combat ability yeah like you know is okay. it is it class based is it weapon based is it you know are the characters they just are what they what they are or you know i i don't andy's played this i i have not um so okay. you know i i'm i'm playing the role of the listener here um you know sure. like what, what what differentiates this from other pixel jrpgs yeah, so for the most part, it does follow some things that you've seen before in, in JRPGs, where uh, you upgrade gear throughout the game, you unlock additional abilities throughout the game, and your characters just get stronger in general as they level up. Um, but what's cool um, is, so in terms of how it ties into story, that's an interesting side I hadn't thought too much about beforehand, but the characters do grow in their abilities story-wise. Some spoilers, I don't want to get into it, but your main character... Uh, is going to have abilities changed late in the game based on a pretty huge <gasps> life change that happens to him. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, my God. Decisions, baby. I don't know if Andy's that far in the game yet. I don't know. Uh, uh, I, I can tell you where I just got to the ship with, okay, the, fla this, with, the, fla with the flags. Okay, a couple hours away. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. So Story-wise, <laughs> you know, uh, there's that, and then there's also... Um, so you have this band of fighters, you know, that builds up throughout the game. You eventually get eight characters in your group. And as they fight together, they unlock team abilities that we tried to make seem like they would fit the way they fight. So it's if these two characters were to actually team up together and go into battle, what unique team ability would they have that they could unleash on their enemies? Like um, uh, one example is you've got uh, Aiden, the warlock, who casts all these like demonic dark like halloween looking spells and uh you've got natasha who's this uh you know master spy who can poison enemies and they team up and their ability is that uh they can create this like poison demonic plant thing that shoots out of the ground and just damages everyone uh, so story-wise that's the kind of stuff we went for um, but in terms of just regular like progression stuff in a role-playing game um, I think the coolest aspect, aside from upgrading the gear and the standard things you'd see, uh, is uh, talent trees that we gave each character, where you've got a series of talents you can choose which to unlock that lets you choose um, if a character should specialize in defense or offense or utility. And then if they go in offense, do you want them to specialize in like this one ability they have or this other one? Like I think there's a character you can have do extra bleeding damage or can just do more direct damage. So it's you can tool them to fit with your party the way you want them to play to work with your strategies. Do, does the story or not the story, but does the the progression in difficulty or the progression in the actual like um battle gameplay, does that dictate how you're gonna wanna kinda kit out your, your squad or is it pretty malleable? Like you could you could kinda just do whatever feels right for you you can kind of do whatever you're able to make work. So there are a lot of strategies and it's going to be up to you if you can actually come up with, you know, tactics to make that work on different fights. So if you go up against a boss where 
Uh, it's got a really strong tank buster. So a you know, strong attack that you need someone with high HP or defense to block. Um, and you don't have someone that can take tank busters for however you kitted out your party, mm -hmm. uh, you're probably going to have a hard time unless you come up with a clever tactic to mitigate that. Mm. That's cool. So there are a lot of wacky strategies you can do to make something like that work. Yeah, and I think that's like the key factor in what makes this game so fun. It's the combat isn't just button mashing through your turns constantly. It's you really have to look at your skills and your party as a whole and see what you can do. Like I've gone through fights not taking any damage at all. Because if you structure the the, the 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 turns in a certain way and the exact skills you use, you can come through unscathed. Like you can throw a sleeping potion, lower someone's defense, have a heavy hitting attack, throw your shields up. It's there's a lot of flexibility. And it's I don't see that anymore in a turn-based RPG. It's the button mashing. They, they just mash on X and just get through a random fight so I can get to the story part of the game. And this is a lot of love and care put into the combo, which is phenomenal, I got to say. Thank you. That is that is great feedback. That is high praise. That, that means what we did worked. Um, that's what we we're <laughs> going for. We want it to be where you could really set up juicy attacks, you know, like mm. big damage numbers or really clever strategies where someone would scoff and you'd be like, that shouldn't work, but it, it's like one of the best strategies. And it's so satisfying to be able to pull something like that off. Um, whether you have to do it to win, maybe not, but it's fun to do it. And that's, you know, what we're after is the fun of it. And even like visual cues, like when you do a critical hit, it's different than a standard attack. There's like a massive effect, blood spurts everywhere. It's, yeah. And it feels so satisfying yeah, every yeah. time it happens. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. So what what is a uh, development been for for the team like uh, what has it been like day to day um you know you you're right in the middle of I mean I feel like you did the most important developing development of this game in the middle of a pandemic um you know we've had we've had mo a lot of our indie guests have were not affected whatsoever like, basically but what was it like for for your team Sure um well I guess like most of your indie guests, we weren't, we weren't very effective because we've always been remote. We've never had a brick and mortar studio. Mm. Um, it's something that we've done a lot of moonlighting to get done in the past. So it was really just having a bit more time to put toward it because we no longer like commute to the office and stuff like that mm. um, for uh, the day job. So doing this during the pandemic did not change really at all compared to how it was before, except for just the added stress of the pandemic, which everyone is suffering through. I mean, right. granted, us definitely not as much, but you know, it's that whole smothering stress of the. Well, talk by. talk a little bit about uh, you know, I, I guess outside of the developing part of it, but like releasing this ba your baby into a world that looks vastly different than it did twenty four months ago. Um, where I'm sure like, as you were like, Hey, we're, we're getting toward the end here. And now the landscape is just completely different. Um, what has it been navigating that? I know steam has been a great platform for indie developers. Um, but you know, it's not the only out there. So talk a little bit about getting this game out in the world and what, what the challenges have been and, and your experiences. Sure. Yeah. Um, so Luckily, we've we've had a publisher that we signed with a few years back, and so when the pandemic started, we already had that knowledge of a publisher being in our corner that was going to be able to market the game for us and you know help us out if we got stuck or had trouble with funding. Um, actually, what's kind of cool is they they handle all of the marketing stuff for us as well as the interaction with the platforms. So we didn't have to change much on that front because they're doing it all for us. That's all. That's, that's really, really great. Like I, I can't imagine trying to do, trying to make a game and then also worry about how it's going to get out into the world in a world that's completely unrecognizable for, you know, there's no, uh, trade shows really happening. There's no, you, you don't get to see like the hands on with, with people. How have you been as far, like, I'm sure this demo has been out a while. Like how have you been getting feedback, receiving it? Have you been, uh, how long have you been, how long have you had that loop, as it were, of people playing, giving you feedback, and you guys kind of messing around with that? 
A lot longer than you'd expect. Uh, so we started betas, gosh, I think a year and a half ago, two years ago, um, kind of early on in the dev process. And so since then, we've had a lot of uh, changes we've made to the game based on beta player feedback, um, a couple major overhauls to the battle system, which were huge for us. Uh, scramble to get them changed and get enough new testers on board to test and make sure that what we've made actually works out. Um, but yeah, the ability, not being able to go to conventions and stuff and show off the game or any conferences to talk about it, uh, it's been weird. Uh, granted, we're fairly new to actually creating or releasing games, so we haven't done that in the past, but there's that excitement building up that, you know, we're finally going to have something out there. We can go and actually show it off, talk to people, talk to other devs in person, see like what their experience is like developing games and tell them about ours. And that didn't happen because pandemic. Um, so it's been weird. I can't fully grasp what I've missed out on because of that. Right. Uh, but yeah, kind of like d developing this game in a vacuum almost, but like, yeah, not really either. Cause you're, we're, we're as connected as we ever were and playing, uh, it, it, the, the industry, it, the industry thrived better than it ever has in the last two years. Like it's, it's just such a bizarre world we live in. Um, Strange. Go ahead, Andy. I know you got something. Else. Yeah. How do you compare the way you feel to, you know, you're releasing now it's your second game. It's coming out like on the 10th. It's a very close release date. How do you feel having done this before? Is it, we released a game, we know what, the, what to expect. It's a little bit easier for us, or is it still that same, not in your stomach? Is it going to land? Is it going to be successful? Is it going to, resonate with with fans of the genre what's going through your mind as you're approaching the release which is like you know about a week away from now yeah one week away uh pure trepidation no um <laughs> so, because you know i i haven't seen you know uh i haven't asked any reviewers what they've thought so far so i don't i don't know what the reviewers are going to say if they're going to like it or not so even though i'm confident that it's a good game it's great i love it myself i i think it's fantastic uh, I think it's a wonderful experience if you play it on the handheld Switch, along with all the other platforms. But and, and with that, I can tell myself, Joey, don't worry, it's going to be a success. It's going to do well. And if it doesn't, you'll figure it out. Um, and we have done this before, yeah. So I should be confident in knowing that we've done it before. But I'm still very nervous about it. Shouldn't be, but it is. I'm still a ball of nerves about how Thursday is going to go, release day, February 10th. Do do developers do that? Could you imagine like, hey, so are you liking my game so far? <laughs> Wait till the review comes out, all right? I'm not telling you a word. Yeah, I don't, I don't uh, I, I'm on an under an embargo, sir. Right. Yeah. Oh, but I, yeah, but I, I was tweeting Joey like, I love this game. The writing is so great. <laughs> it's so charming. By the way, what about this part of the game? Can yeah, I respect I, my, I my, 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 my skills? Yeah, I'm sure you did. Yeah, I saw that. It's like, oh no, I hope he likes that feature. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give it a bad review. Hmm. You can have all the respect potions you want. What does um success look for you, like personally? Uh, like, honestly, for, for, yeah. I, yeah, I'd, I'd love to. My success personally would be linked to getting this company uh, to grow. Uh, that's, that's what I'm after. I'm hoping that... Um, Granted, you know, with the pandemic, we've seen that we really don't need a brick and mortar studio, but it'd be so cool to have a studio someday, probably stick all our money into that, and uh, hire a team, because right now we don't have any employees, because, I mean, honestly, the indie devs struggle without any, like, grants or anything like that. We, we right. can't afford them. Um, but it'd be great to have full-time artists on, on staff, maybe, maybe even, like, a composer on staff, uh, and another designer. I would call that success. And then mm -hmm. it's tough to fight off uh, the, the whole imposter syndrome thing where you look back sure. and you realize, right. hey, I'm actually an established dev at this point, but you still feel like you're just figuring it out and not really a dev yet. So it'd be cool to get to that point and then start to maybe start to give back and start training people because we haven't done that yet. So bring on you know, some interns and stuff, train them, help them get into the industry. Do you guys want to be known for just making rpgs like this in the similar retro fashion or do you see yourselves branching out and exploring other genres in future games has that ever come up or is I this is this is like what we're good at 
I think some people have told us to stick to RPGs because mm. they're like, you've done it. Don't stray away from that. You can do it. Just keep doing it. We like them. Just keep making more. Um, I think within the first few months of work together, uh, me and Evelyn said to each other, you know, it's cool we're making RPGs. And that's these half-finished projects we had going. But wouldn't it be great if we could make an MMO? And granted, hold on. Oh, wow. We're never doing that. No, no way. We now <laughs> actually understand what goes into that. And that is that is a feat I don't want to take on. I don't chaos. even think I can pull it off. It's chaos. But, and, and yeah. Um, but sure. So even back then, we we're thinking about different genres. Granted, it's still RPG, but, you know, different genres. So we've already started work on our, our next game. And it is not a JRPG. I don't <gasps> want to talk about what it is. Oh, my God. Breaking news. Fans are going to love it. But... For all you scoop screens that's it scoop screens indie developer making another game what a thought wow we did it this is why this is why we're the number one indie de- indie developer interview podcast probably this is ex- exactly the reason this why exactly why <laughs> for sure i listen just for this for sure um <laughs> yeah right <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to know more like I I Andy is a like RPG nerd like he especially ones that look like this yeah like this is his bread and butter kind of thing yeah. so it's like hard for me to think of like the appropriate art JRPG question to ask but I'm gonna ask you what's this is what's important to me in a JRPG and I want you to tell me how how it's gonna tickle my tickle my fancy as it were for me it's all about having so you mentioned the skill tree but it's all about having fluidity and and choice decision but like also kind of having the option to just do it all (laughs) and just be like yes i did it um i am like all of my guys were always became like every type that i could have because i could like the sphere grid in final fantasy 10 and like all that stuff like that's what i'm all about i'm all about making my characters kick some ass Sure. Uh, you can't quite unlock everything. So that, that is an interesting point. So I am on the other viewpoint of that, the other side, where I don't think you should be able to unlock everything. And everyone always says I'm wrong. So anyway. I don't think I don't think you're but, wrong. It's just it's a completionist thing. That's all. Yeah, yeah that's it. what, totally that's what bothers it. me. Yeah, it's like I I want to just I want that there's an empty circle there, and I want to yeah I could put I put the shiny thing in void. the circle. That's that, that's all I want. But, but I want plus five speed also <laughs> yeah. to yeah. go along with my plus five wisdom. <laughs> so that's what we, that's what we can look forward to. We can look forward to like uh, stat increases and uh, different ki- types of spells, abilities, attacks. Like the, you said that you talked a little bit about upgrading your 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 armor and, and your your items. Can you go into the, that upgrading system and how that works? Yeah, sure. Um, so it's a very light crafting system. So we, I love crafting. I love it in games. I know there's mixed opinions on it, but I think it's a blast. It's really fun. So we have uh, a light take on it in this game. So one thing we did that strayed away from your standard JRPGs is we gave each character permanent upgrades instead of upgrading gear and then throwing away the old piece and getting like a new oh, sword, okay. throwing away your old sword. So you're just piling so, shit on. That's cool. Yeah, each character, I think it's 10 upgrades they have each. Um, and there are like tiers that you unlock throughout the game. So you can't just do them all at once. As you progress, uh, you get rarer and higher level materials to craft with. And that's how you craft for these characters. You get to choose uh, which characters you're upgrading. So you're choosing who you want to spec out first. Um, well, what's kind of cool is uh, yeah, in order to craft the stuff, you have to do a mixture of kind of everything. So one of the main ingredients you get is from fighting elite enemies that are kind of rare and show up in battle every so often. And if you defeat them, you get a special orb for a class type like warrior or archer. And that's what you need to unlock an upgrade for like your rogue mm. or your, your cannoneer. Um, that, that's interesting because that does have MMO like DNA in it with the whole farming for farming elites for their crafting materials as opposed to just farming for experience points that's interesting that's 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 an interesting way of looking at it kind of giving it that that flavor there is a lot of inspiration in this game from final fantasy 14 because that's Uh. why i spent a lot of time playing over the last like eight years yeah um (laughs) 
Yeah, and you can even see it in the way the characters fight in battle. Uh, each one almost has like their own MMO rotation uh, when they fight in combat. And then it, I think it really nicely, cleanly syncs up with other characters who synergize with them. So you can like mix and match. And you'll also see that while you don't have to use them the way they are, there are clear roles on different characters where you have tanks, you have a healer, you have DPS. Some are good at AoE, some are good at single target, some are good at disabling. Uh, which is something you really see in MMOs, mm -hmm. the way you'd want to spec out a party based on what tools do I need to bring to the table to fight this current you know, target. Right. Which I think makes it really fun. I also love how it's the design is based around the way I, I perceive it in, in any case is what annoys me most about RPGs? How can I fix them in my game? because I spent so many years playing them and it always pissed me off and I'm in charge now. So I'm going to fix all this bullshit <laughs> that I, I was plagued with for years. The, you're, I, I love that Andy. And I'm sure you and I could come up with a laundry list of the JRPG shit that bothers us. Well, I want to show what were some of his when making this game, what sort of things stuck out playing older RPGs that made him say, you know what? I never liked that. I'm going to change this in my game, mm. like, a, like a quality of life for the genre as a whole. I think it's, it's not only that, but we also tried to bring back things that were in older JRPGs that I haven't seen more recently. Mm -hmm. Like, uh, I don't know if we accomplished one of them, but one was we tried to make it so uh, when you reached a new town, you're probably going to see what's in the shop and be like, I can't afford that at first. And then once you go and fight the next level stuff and reach the town after that or come back to the previous town, then you're like, oh, I can buy it all, which is an experience I had in Final Fantasy 1, and <laughs> I loved it. And, and granted, that means grinding if you mm. just stick in that area and go and fight to make money to buy it instead of like continuing on a little bit with the story or doing side quests and coming back and buying it. But uh, I think it's really fun. I think that's a good experience. But in terms of things that we saw in games that we said, no, we don't want that. We want to fix it because it's our turn to make a game. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, a big thing is character synergizing in combat. To me, mm. usually they feel like they're just standalone. They do their thing, but they don't, it doesn't really matter who you pick. You can pick any three and they'll do their own thing. It won't change based on who you brought to the table. It's cool having them interact nicely and having these synerg synergies that work together in battle. Um, not having to throw away gear as you upgrade it. That's always yep. nice. That's good. Um, it's really yeah, good. I mean, granted, you can sell stuff and you get some money back, but I, right. it always kind of feels bad, you know? Uh, oh, one, the biggest thing I think that we didn't keep or we don't have that some games have is where you do a lot of work and you finish a quest and you get an item or you like grind out killing an enemy until it drops some super rare drop. And then 10 minutes later, you find it's in the store for 50 gold or something really inexpensive. <laughs> and you feel like all that work was wasted. That's the worst. That's something we definitely oh, did man. not do. Yeah. So anytime you find something rare, something that took a lot of work to get, you definitely won't get that for hopefully at least four hours. You know, so you can really, you know, get some, some good time out of it. You know, it's funny. I just encountered that exact thing playing legend of dragoon over this past weekend <laughs> you get like this ultra awesome shield by fighting a super boss like deep in some far part of the world but you can also buy it at a shop at the end of the game as well yeah, yeah. and to be and to be as powerful to fight the boss it's at the end of the game anyway so it's like why do i fight you and the other thing is I love how you guys have one experience bar for the entire team. Yeah, that that's I, I Andy that, was actually talking about that. That is that's really awesome. cool. Um, it's very it's like not necessarily an ex experience share. It's more it, like where everybody kind of everyone. Triples. Yeah, it's like it's one level for across the board for all for all of them. Where the the ragtag group is leveling up together. We're all experiencing yeah. this together, and that's that's really cool. Yeah, that's a good point. I don't know if that's another one you wanted me to bring up on the last question, but yeah, usually you have a party where you or this like huge party of like 20 people and you can only pick three, right? right. You bring around with you. And what we tried to do in this is have it feel like you have the whole group of eight 
with you all the time. You're all leveling up. Uh, you're all fighting together. Um, just feel like the whole party's participating. Right. Yeah, yeah. That, that's cool. Yeah, and you have like limited switching of, of like in mid battle and stuff like that. So you can literally have people, you know, most of your party involved in some way, which is really nice. Um, it's not, you know, it doesn't really bog you down as far as your strategy. I don't think um, just having those extra options is just kind of kind of nice. Um, one of the things that always bothered me, and now I think you already addressed it because you, you don't have to throw away your equipment, but like I'll have a weapon in a game that does the element that I like, and it's like a 300 damage, right? And then I'll keep finding 400, 500, hell, 600 weapons that just don't do the element that I want. And I'm like, do I want to raise my base damage and just forego the elemental damage or the whatever or the special little buff I'm getting from it in some way? Um, that always drives me nuts. And, and especially MMOs does that. MMOs do that a lot. and uh, Like Diablo does that a lot too. Um so talk a little bit more about what that like actually tactically looks like when you are upgrading your item. It absorbs whatever. I, I don't know how it works, but I'm picturing it as like whatever's on it becomes permanent. And then there's other stuff that you're adding to it. And then kind of like dark cloud, actually, that's how I'm picturing it with, you like, and your dark cloud. with the weapons of dark cloud, <laughs> where like, you have these like little things. And then when the weapon levels up, it absorbs those things. And now it has those forever. Um, I don't know, I don't know why that that's popping in my head. It's not as cool as that, in my opinion, uh, it, but it's, it's good. It's good. It's still good. It's like, all right, I want to delay the game for a couple of weeks. We need to add this feature. Um, yeah. So, Let's see. So as far as defense goes, the way we approached it was I, I took a, yet another cue from Final Fantasy XIV where defense in that game, it's interesting. It's largely irrelevant. It doesn't make a huge difference. I feel like as time went on, they tried more and more to write it off as just non-stat. Um, and that way, whenever you're attacking and dealing damage to enemies, you're going to see the same number against a high-level target as you would against a low-level target, which... I personally like because you can predict your damage numbers better and you can feel like your strength has reached a point that high number is still going to insta-kill a low-level enemy, but you'll know what that number is going to be. Right. It's the same with oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, for elements and upgrading weapons, uh, it's it's pretty straightforward. You're just, your damage is going up. Um, so you know that it, it's a flat damage increase if you upgrade a weapon like that. And then for defense, the way we did it, since you don't really have that very much mitigation is your hp goes up so you're able to take more hits because you have more hp to take the hits yeah that that like simplifies it you know it's you know you're 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 almost not necessarily sacrificing some some back-end math but you're just making it easier for a person to like figure it out while they're playing as opposed to like doing all like a whole notebook worth of, Oh, this does a 30% reduction in this. It's like, okay, you nerd, right? I get it. You get an Excel spreadsheet about your augments and yada, yada, but just does weapon make boom. Thank you. Weapon make boom. Yay. But it doesn't feel like that. It, it feels right. like a good experience to me, you know? It, right. And then that, yeah. that, that's what's like most important. Gameplay's King. Like that's, what's the most sure. important thing is like how a game feels is, is, I mean, maybe not to Andy, because if it's a pixel, he's already got a massive erection. So Right, but you have to sustain the boner. Right. And it's, it's going to go away if the game sucks. Right. <laughs> right. It's just the, it's, that's the initial attraction for him. You know, for me, it's, does triangle slash Y slash whatever the fuck it is on Nintendo. I forget which one it is. I think that's also X. I don't know. It's and Y, I think. It's, I think it's X, right? It's Y triangle X. That's what it is. Does that open the menu? Yes or no? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. See that? Like, that's the first thing I do. I'm like, oh, okay. It opens the menu. Triangle always opens the menu. Yeah. It's supposed to. That's what it does. That's what it's made for in the JRPG. It's true. And start pauses. Yeah. It does Um, in this game, but that's what it should do. Yes. I'm going to hit. 
uh, our good friend here, Joy, with a, uh, a preview of my review. Oh, shit. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Dual Screens Review well, Preview with you Andy know, Asimakis. Don't, don't make it a thing. <laughs> oh, no. It's a new special segment, Andy. It's happening. It's happening. So, How many times do you get to play a game before we talk to a developer? Before release? And not after the fact. This is a rare, no, no, this is great. I love this. Rare, I love this. It's a rarity for us. And to be like 12 hours deep on top of I that. Love, I love that you're, yeah. I mean, I'm sure because you're a smart kid man grown adult i know that you're not like you know breaking embargo or something you know what i mean like no no i'm sure no, there's no, nothing no, no, on no. a list somewhere no we're having an open discussion like a about a paper so that's, that's all we're doing i mean the, you know? i mean joey is a half of the entire development team i feel like yes. if we were crossing some lines joey would say something isn't that right joey yeah, you know, I actually don't know I hold that authority. I think it's the publisher. Yeah. That's entirely up to them. <laughs> Talk to Dangan on the phone. Well, like, let's hey. just put it this way. You're the one that's going to get yelled at. You know what I mean? Like, yep. how right. dare you let them say that? But you know what? Fuck it. it you we, Andy let loves those it. two praise your game for over an hour? <laughs> over an hour, goddammit. <laughs> We're dropping you. <laughs> I can't wait to hear that. How dare you? <laughs> okay, Andy, go no, ahead. It's, review, it's a very, preview. It's, it's a very simple remark. Okay, and that is yeah. that I believe this game sets a new blueprint for what RPGs should be Ooh, going forward. Wow! In, in in terms of how mechanics are handled, how the party works with each other in combat, enemy respawning, the the crafting, all of it. I think. It's it sets a new standard mm. because while I was playing it, it's again, it's like a flashing back to my years of RPGs and thinking this is just such common sense fixes in a genre I loved mm. for years. And I didn't really like I didn't bitch and moan when I was a kid, like having to swap out a character to level them up. Mm. But here it feels like when I swap someone out, it's because I want to have them in my party sure, for yeah. a very specific reason. Like it's not just to get them like to level 99 to be like, oh yeah, everyone's maxed out. Fucking Waka. Get out of or here, like Waka. The idea of if I talk to that guy that is wearing a very unique looking outfit, is it gonna trigger a massive cutscene? And then I'm down the rabbit hole of like, well, now it's a boss fight, and then I go on a <laughs> ship. I'm flying across the country, but I, I missed some chests maybe in this dungeon. And this game is like, do you want to save first? Uh, no, I'm good. Are you sure? Because it's point of no return if you talk to this guy. And it's like, oh, well, that's kind of nice for letting me know that if I engage, shit's going to go down. <laughs> you know? It, it It's kind of like when you're playing, and I, and I, I don't have the experience with, with your game yet in particular, but like there have been times where I've been messing with the game. I'll give you an example. Splitgate. Okay. Mm -hmm. Splitgate is the Halo like arena shooter, very similar to Halo multiplayer. There are times that where I'll be playing that game and I'll go, why can't Halo do this? How did, you know, X, I don't know that that's at this point it would be Bungie, but like, how did they not think of this? And they're a billion dollar company. And these this small ragtag group of of developers thought of this perfect fix for this problem right. that we all hated, yet here it is. And like I feel like that's what what Andy's trying, you know, yeah, getting at here. And it's it's all over the game. It's and it just makes it so much more enjoyable. Mm. You hear that, Square? I just read the whole review. You hear that? Uh, on the podcast, that that is, the that's all you're getting. That's, so that's my, throw that's my closing <laughs> paragraph. <laughs> Will it be the box quote? Can it be the Steam quote? No, I have a better box quote for Joey. Oh, but he's got to wait till next week. Okay. Oh man, okay. got to wait till next week. All right, all right, wait till next week. But you know, put it on the Steam page. Have we been on? We've been on a Steam. No, we've been in a in a trailer, know. right, Andy? Yeah. We were in a trailer in a once. Trailer. Our quote, one of our quotes, was yeah. in a trailer once. That I don't even remember the game, to be so, honest. I like claim to fame. Was it Dendara? Like I feel like it was like way back when we started. Yeah. Anyway, rabbit hole. Here we go. Let's go. Here we go. Add boy strikes oh. again. Yeah. Um, 
It, what, what time is it? Oh yeah, we're we're at that time, Andy. It's time you to know, do some rapid yeah, fire. Before we get into rapid yes, fire, yes. Before we do, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask Joey one last question about the game. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's specific okay. to the game. Okay. okay. Joey, do I can I save the rats, or do I have to kill them? I am pretty sure there's no path where you can save the rats. Okay, because. I'll tell Stephen there's a there's a side quest about killing rats in the basement in the church. As as and there is. Yep. There's two people feuding about letting the rats go and not murdering them because they're all God's creatures. Uh, so you can't murder right. God's creatures. Right. And other homeboys like they're fucking rats. We have to kill them. You imbecile. <laughs> I don't know those exact words, but that's the tone. I Speaking of God's creatures, look at that pupper behind you. I know he's hanging out. We cannot ignore. That beautiful, yeah. beautiful uh, beer. Um, I, I would be, I would be lambasted in yeah. the comments yeah. if I did not yeah. point. So, so I'm in the basement and I see the rats. And before I engage, I get the whole like, "Do you want to save your game?" I'm like, "It's just rats." <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what? Why? Like, <laughs> would something happen if I kill the rats? Like, would it, I'll get the bad ending? So I oh, kill the rats. Okay. I killed the rats and then That'd I spoke cool. to the guy and he's like, Oh yeah, rats are dead. And the girl the I think the girl was like, Well, I guess you have to kill the rats. And it was like dot dot dot. And I'm like, ah, oh, could I have saved them somehow with like <laughs> some sort of rat catching item I can get later, like put them all to sleep and then they don't die. But <laughs> I was going crazy. <laughs> That's what save yeah. slots are for, Andy. Yes. Yeah, that's the thing. Normally in this kind of game, yeah, you'd have to go and find something like game, bring it back here, do the quest, and get that Good. special ending. Yeah. All right. I just want to know I can I can kill the rats without worrying about missing some sort of item that you hear that folks, you can kill the rats. Some sword that like gives me the ultra ability. What if that's the no. way to get the lady in your party? <laughs> and she's the rat lady and she just controls rats and sends them at, at the enemies just like a, a druid yeah. that with but with rats. So now it's a plague tale. That's yeah, we're right. playing now. Basically, <laughs> we're playing the rat. I think queen. we need to. We gotta delay the game again. DLC, features we DLC. Need to add. The, listen, yeah. you could throw us in the credits, man. We don't need money, man. Just put us in there. You want to grow your time? Throw, throw it on the yeah, right. yeah man. You need you need writers. Like we're we're good. We're consult. We could be we're, writing consult. We're the guy in the couch. Gameplay. Yeah, with a bag of chips and a coke, and be like, yep. no, 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 do this bullshit instead. It's yeah. way better than what yeah. you got going on. Absolutely. QA. We're we're like QA fucking infinity you know what i mean like we're like upgraded qa we're like qa plus as it were you know we're the subscription model for qa you know that's that's us high definition 4k 60 fps 60 fps you know we'll we're gonna have 8k on the box we are we got ray tracing yeah like we are yeah all right (laughs) let's get into (laughs) rapid fire ladies and gentle fish it is now time we're here. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm going to start us off. Joey, mm. Mm. what was the best birthday mascot slash character you have ever had at one of your birthdays if you've ever had one? I don't think I've ever had one. Oh, not even a clown! Wow, wow! Yeah, okay. we're all about going both. somewhere like okay. going to Chuck E. Cheese. Or... All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do we're gonna pivot. Most memorable birthday location. Let's see, Chuck E. Cheese, isn't it? Discovery Chuck Zone. Jesus, it's right there. North... It's low hanging fruit. <laughs> it's, it's, it's up there. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a kid, that's quite an experience. You know, looking mm-hmm. back on, it, you're like, oh, I don't know about that, but I mean, you got the dancing again. Got the dancing rat yeah, from the mouse yeah. on stage. You know, you got the pizza that I thought was phenomenal at the time. It know, still is. Maybe. I'm gonna be honest is with it? you. It's yeah. still good pizza. There's My something about it. Fantastic. There's something about it, man. Like I, I would go there and just take the pizza out. Like I would. And do the cake. It. I remember the cake being great too. Cake, cake was good. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, cake was good. Fountain soda. You can't go wrong, man. Can't go wrong. The hot dogs. Don't. I don't recommend the hot dogs. I don't think I ever had them. If Good. I did, I probably got sick and blacked it out. Yeah, so that you're, you you're probably your, better off. Or you had Chuck E. Cheese hot dog. <laughs> so Chuck, Chuck E. Cheese is the answer, and that's okay. I allow it. Andy, okay. your turn. Accepted. Joey, if JRPGs 
were illegal. Hmm. They were outlawed. You'd be shot on sight if you were seen. Wow. Or this is okay. We're okay. trial by gun. We're like it's prohibition, but with JRPGs. You right. Know, but I, I, I don't think they were just executing them, but okay, let's right. continue. We're, we're, yeah. We're going to dial it up a little bit. All right. We're okay. cranking it up to 10. The, the pressure's on. So JRPGs are illegal. What would their street name be? <gasps> hey, you got any of those PGs? No, see, that doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. Story boxes. What else? You call cartridge? Story boxes? Story boxes. Story boxes. Story boxes. Story boxes. Hey, let me, I, you know, look, I got a couple of story boxes fell off the it truck. It does work. It does work. I like story box. <laughs> I, I like story I, box a lot. I, I, like, I like that a lot. Yeah. I do. <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> Joey, is a hot dog a sandwich or is it a taco? Or is it cancer? I got to look at. <laughs> I gotta look at uh, the definitions of these. If I had to guess, I'd go sandwich, mm. meat between bread. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like taco is unique. It has to have a like a tortilla. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I feel like I just answered that wrong. No, right. no, no. That's, there is no wrong answer in rapid yeah, fire. There really, there really it, isn't. Well, yeah. there's one wrong answer, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, that's okay. later. Andy. All right. Um, what is a first world problem you have? I love when the wheels are turning. I love when the wheels turn. (laughs) Um, uh, when an Uber Eats delivery gets lost those delivered across the street instead yep. those sons of bitches yeah yeah those sons of bitches Uber one. Eats, man. get your act together man <laughs> get your act together shit i paid eight dollars more than this menu said i was supposed to and you're just gonna go dollar service the street sons of bitches i gotta walk to get my food you bastards five feet yeah <laughs> ten feet maybe <laughs> you have come to a crossroads in your in the rpg that is your life your party has you have gone off on your own. Your party ha- is not with you. It is just you. You come to this fork in the road, this 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 impasse, and there are two boss f- enemies in front of you, and you get to choose which one of the bosses that you fight. The first one is Steve with his backwards cap and his T-shirt <laughs> and his World Wrestling Federation. World Heavyweight Championship behind him on, on his death. The other one is Andy Asimakis with his water, powerful water bottle of doom and his Cujo. Yes. Which one are you choosing to fight? Well, now that I know that Andy really gets into the math, I feel like he'd have some strong tactics and be a tougher boss fight. Mm. Not like <laughs> a real-life physical fight, that I don't know, right. but I feel right. like in this hypothetical world where people probably have superpowers and stuff like that, Andy would be more threatening, and Steve, I'm sorry. Mm. Be me and you. Andy would definitely be more devious. I would be way more yeah. upfront and I would just fight start swinging. Dirty. <laughs> it's a good duo, really. Very dirty. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think we'd work as like uh, we're more like Bulk and Skull, if I'm being honest. Right. Like, you know, I think it's like <laughs> we are like the boss. Like it's two a two on one kind of a thing. Yeah. That you can see, right. like ah, like ah, fuck, I gotta fight two of these assholes now. Either way, you um, do this. Yeah, he would. Um, <laughs> do you cannonball into the pool, mm-hmm. or do you dip your toe in first? That's good. That's Ooh, good. I I'm a toe dipper. Toe dipper. Toe dipper. I am. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Your bathing suit does it go past your knees? No. Wearing, wearing them short shorts. I like it. I like it. Ooh, wear good. short. Gotta show some kneecap. Get get mm-hmm. get everybody excited at the at the beach. I get skin. it. I get it. What a what chore do you dread most? Well, I've got a puppy who has been doing some damage to our carpets, so wet vac. That's what I'm going to go with. <laughs> that is a huge pain. How mm. old? I have to ask. Now it's a puppy he, thing. <laughs> he just hit a year, but uh, there's some spots of carpet that still need addressing. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
like a German Shepherd, Chow Chow. Oh, oh baby, Ooh, that's, that's a, cute. That, oh, that's a really good mix. That's he's he's cool looking. Yeah, shit, that's a boss fight right there. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a Pokemon. Um, <laughs> what's the dumbest way you've injured yourself? Uh, let's see, playing too much Street Fighter as a kid. And then thinking that me and my brother could reenact Street Fighter fights and then ending up uh, falling into a cabinet and slicing my ear in half, which healed. You can't see it under my headphones, but in half. Time, yeah, it's it was pretty dumb. Oh my God. You I Mike Tyson's the, yourself. I really love how fast that answer was. That means it it's something Joey will never, ever forget. Yeah, like, it's, so it's good. there forever. But you Still actually triggered myself. an injury of mine. If you don't mind me sharing, Street Fighter. <laughs> I played Street Fighter. I remember this now. I had a motherfucking blister as a child that would not go away. And I remember it hurting so much. And it was all because of trying to do the, you know, the, the electric, the, the electric that, shock. No, up. no. The, the swiping the e- of the D-pad, e- the quarter, oh. the quarter circle kid just destroyed my thumb like just a purple blister on it for weeks brutal i had to play i had to do the claw i had to play with the index finger on on the yeah oh it was bad it was bad um all of my blisters came from turtles the arcade game on the nintendo that doing that, that, that that a and b like simultaneous the special yeah, that, move like because you would just yeah. slide them yep. yep to get it Yep. and oh my god yeah. i feel like i feel it on my thumb yeah, the memory. I I do like I remember what that felt like. It was like my first experience with a self-inflicted like blister, and and it just. Thank you for bringing that up. Now I'll never forget it. Joey, if you were ever caught dead, where would it be? Interesting. Mm. God, the sad thing is these days probably at home. Um, let's see, oh. something fun. Yeah, I know that's not fun. Yeah. Pandemic. Um, oh, oh, hold on, hold on, maybe. You'll never you you wouldn't catch me dead in that place. What's the place that you would be? Ooh, maybe that's like a little you know what I mean, a little mm-hmm. play on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like make it, it a little less um, morbid. We're gonna find coming here. Hey, what's up? Um, you're gonna need therapy after this podcast. That's true for a lot of our guests. Where do you want to die, bro? Where do you want to die? Where do you think you're gonna die? I mean, you've asked folks like, "What scares you? Yeah. <laughs> what are you running from?" You've asked some yeah. people. When was the last time you called your mom? <laughs> <laughs> Do you have daddy issues? Let the man answer. Joey, go ahead. Uh, okay, yours. so if I was to be caught dead somewhere, um, <laughs> you know, honestly, realistically, probably like a bar. Just overdoing it. Mm. Oh um, yeah. Having too much fun. Yeah, too much yeah. fun. You died drowning doing the thing you love. Drowning the sorrows. Yeah. Yeah. No, I get it. I love it. I like that. Flight or invisibility? Mm. Okay. Uh, I've heard you ask this on your past podcast. I'm definitely a flight person. Yeah. Okay. Definitely a flight person. You listen, you listen to this podcast and you did the, a show. So, wow. That is so he, special. He knows what's coming then. At the so, end. So that one. Was... I knew that one was coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um, what is, if you were in an RPG, what would your class be? What's your job? Ooh, honestly, tank. Yeah, mm. you're, you like that archetype. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Just bring it on, you know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. Love it. Um, I'm going to give you another superpower question. Okay. Mm. Super speed or super strength? I don't know, because I was watching um, the boys and speed got shown like a whole new light where it was all Oh, power. yes. So it's like you almost have both. Which makes it totally unfair. Yeah, you could murder with speed. Yeah, it's like you're so fast you can just destroy things, and I feel like uh-huh. you got the strength through that. Mm. Um, but <laughs> I can't. Well, it's a tough one. It's a good one. Um, could my computer like keep up with my typing if I had super fast fingers, stuff like that? Probably. Mm. I mean, to an extent, like definitely faster than you your limit now. Yeah, I mean, right. I'd go with the super speed. I feel like there are more options there, you know? You yeah. could, it's almost like the flight thing. Right, yeah. right. I like yeah, it. Super speed. Cool. A couple of questions, Andy, and we'll get out of here. 
if you had a chance to go back in time and say one thing to your younger self, just one thing, and then poof, you're gone. What would that one thing be? I'm going to go ahead and rule out anything about like investing and stuff like that. Cause I feel like that's cheating. No, 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 no. Um, like just something. Yeah. Like don't play street fighter two. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'd, I'd wear a helmet when playing punching, ha- punching yeah. hurts. Beware of cabinets. Um, I would say I go back and tell myself to start doing full-time game dev sooner instead of trying to juggle the moonlighting the day job because you know we could have been doing this like 10 years ago we should have been but it's cool we're here now all right awesome uh what's your hum to me or or like whatever pantomime i don't know what the word is i'm gonna say (laughs) not pantomime but vocally vocalize vocalize your victory fanfare yours personal the first thing that popped in my head is i think final fantasy 6 is can i like can i use it as yeah, my i mean that's, yeah. that's that's yeah that's everybody that's right? what came to mind yeah there it is that's it that's it victory fanfare that's a good one and it's it's like it's iconic it is andy it's time for a ceremonial uh our our, our no. final question but here's the thing <laughs> i feel like joey knows it's coming he does so it's weird so it's different <laughs> it is so joey probably had time to think so, about this so depending okay. on the on the it's, steven not only yeah. that he's had time to listen to us and get to know us like a little bit a little bit well it does, like every the, every the, guest the, does the deep psycho well he has this show and the others before right right there's we just know him from this right yeah right right that's unfair um (laughs) so yeah it's it's a simple question okay andy would you like to ask the question since it is your turn oh shit did you ask the last time i don't know i'll ask (laughs) i mean listen my my brain is broken andy it doesn't work it's I'll I'll spare Joey like the long final boss exposition of this the is this is that we just did that part like we just differently. Right. So you this know? is it. This is it. But don't Andy fuck it up either way. I'm okay. just gonna say it. Just say it. no. I want I want Joey not to fuck this up. Okay, okay. got it, got it. <laughs> All right, try my best. Let's do it. Yep. All right. Andy or Steven. Maybe I don't know this question. What's the question? Excellent. Oh shit. Excellent. This is excellent. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Oh boy! This is okay. It's the most important question that you you'll yeah. ever be asked ever. Okay. Like, okay, will, I think I'm will, ready. You, will you marry me or do do you or like no, none of that or you know are you the father? You know, the, you know this is it. Yeah, no, this is the <laughs> most on. important question right here. It's Andy or Stephen, and now that's the question. Mm. Okay, that's it. That's the question. Mm-hmm. So this, I, I, this is I you. Gotta, I'm looking at you now. Yeah, I got to fill in the rest. Well, here's the thing, Joey. The filling in of the rest happens in your noggin. Right. Okay. You know, we don't want to know almonds. how the sausage is made. You know, get what those I mean? almonds all activated, you know? Yeah. Okay. So Just... the, the, the context of the choice right. is within. It's within. That's right. So if you okay. say to yourself, I want to beat Andy with like a two by four, and you want you just say Andy, we don't know, the, we don't know that bit. Yeah, we, we don't. We don't know choice. the reason. <laughs> yeah. Behind why you're, it could be positive, right, it could be right. negative. Yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Is there all a right, spreadsheet right. with all of our victories and losses? I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. There might Everybody be. Tally. There might be. I'm there just saying be. there might be. Just you know, why? <laughs> right. All right. Fill but in listen, the, the precursor. This takes some time. It's a hard question. We know. It's the. Andy. Okay. There it is. Okay. There it is. All right. And ladies and gentlemen, that is going to bring us to the end of the show. That's it. We did it. We we got you right to the, we got you to the, to the, to the right final, the flag is waving and we're here. We did it. Mm -hmm. If you want to follow us on social media, we're at dual underscore screens on Twitter. And that's where we live a lot. Or you can hang out with us in our discord by joining our Patreon, patreon.com slash NDS podcast. Little as one dollar gets you in that Discord, so it's it, it's so it's so cheap. 
you can you can mow somebody's lawn and you could pay for an entire year. So, you know, mm-hmm. it's awesome. I'm at Batchow27. Andy is at PantsGuy. And our Facebook group is facebook.com slash groups slash DS podcasts. Joey, where can everybody find you? Where can everybody find Rise? Where can everybody find um, Stegosoft? Yeah, so uh, Rise Third Power, you can find on all platforms or consoles and PC Mac Linux. Um, Epic Games Store, good old games, Steam, all the good stuff. And then you can find us on Twitter at Stegosoft Games. And then you can join our Discord through our website. There's a link, uh, stegosoftgames.com. Sweet nectar. That's going to do it, folks. Thank you so much for listening. Andy, is there anything you want to tell the kids before we go? Yeah, uh, buy the game, guys. If you like RPGs, mm. just go buy the freaking game. Do it. It's a good, it's a good ass game. It's a good ass game. Do it, you idiots. <laughs> it's gonna go. It's on the official good ass dual screens good ass game. Yeah. Starting as of right now. Page. <laughs> Start that list. list. It's got Look the accolade. It. Good ass game. <laughs> it's a gag. <laughs> As it were, it's there. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, viewers. Thank you, Joey. Thank you, Andy. And as always, please be excellent.